This morning, I want to talk for a brief time about hearing from God. If there's been a question that I've had or a question that has continually come across my desk during this season that I never expected would last until the middle of July. The question has been, Pastor, how can I hear from God about what I need to be doing in the midst of these uncertain times or in an uncertain situation? Our text this morning, if you have your Bible with you, is from Psalm 141. This was a devotional that I did a few days ago, and I want to use it as an example of how we can use the Scripture as a way to hear clearly what God is saying to us in our individual lives. Psalm 141. I call to you, Lord, come quickly to me. Hear me when I call to you. May my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. Set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Keep watch over the doors of my lips. Do not let my heart be drawn to what is evil so that I take part in wicked deeds. Along with those who are evildoers, do not let me eat their delicacies. Let a righteous man strike me, that is a kindness. Let him rebuke me, that is oil on my head. My head will not refuse it. For my prayer will still be against the deeds of evildoers. Their rulers will be thrown down from the cliffs, and the wicked will learn that my words were well spoken. They will say, as one plows and breaks up the earth, so our bones have been scattered at the mouth of the grave. But my eyes are fixed on you, sovereign Lord. In you I take refuge. Do not give me over to death. Keep me safe from the traps set by evildoers, from the snares they have laid for me. Let the wicked fall into their own nets while I pass by in safety. So I want to give us three simple steps, and here they are, of how we take our daily scripture reading and use it as a springboard into action. So this is one simple way that we can hear from God every day, beginning with a daily reading from the Holy Scriptures. My three points are quite simple. First, we'll talk about giving. Then we'll talk about gratitude. And then we'll talk about growth. Here's the gold right up front. I believe that God is always speaking. We only need to get into the flow of conversation and find where he is at work. And there are many ways in which he is at work. This morning, we're only talking about the scripture, but there are so many ways that God speaks to our lives. Number one, let's talk about giving. What problem do I need to give to God? What problem do I need to give to God? Here, the first thing that I underlined, I call to you, Lord, come quickly to me. Hear me when I call you and keep me safe. In a very profound way, giving a problem to God is an act of confession. 
Hear me carefully. Confession without fixing and without judging. Simply state the truth of the situation without any judgment on it. It is not our place to judge ourselves or others. We need to take responsibility for ourselves, but not condemn ourselves. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Someone needs to hear that this morning. And here also we know at Christian Life Cathedral that we don't shoot our wounded. So after we read the daily scripture and we underline what jumps out at us, we decide, what do I need to give to God? You already know what it is. It's the thing that you pray about over and over. Sometimes it's the thing that you're stuck on. But this is the giving piece. The confession piece. The thing that you're giving over to God. The thing that concerns you or the hurts or that thing that you just can't get over or seem to get past. The thing you are concerned about today. This does two things. One, it gets it off our chest. And two, it is a confession of our own that God is God and that I am not. The purpose of this confession and giving is making something visible to ourselves so that we can take responsibility for our expectations. Also, so that the issues may be removed or resolved in our own heart first. When we vocalize it, when we write it down, we gradually become very clear about what the real issue is. The part of the scripture that I underlined for this step was, I call to you, Lord, come quickly to me. Hear me when I call you. Keep me safe. I wrote down the thing that was causing me great heaviness and concern, and then I gave it to God. I know that I will be doing this daily, but in this confession of that heartache, I realize that God is God and I am not. And I know that I can only work on myself. I cannot change the heart of anybody else. And I was comforted knowing that God will hear me when I'm honest with him. I want us to get comfortable with this, with the reality that no one is beyond the realm of humanity. We've got to get past the notion that Christians must hide the fact that we are human. There are no perfect human beings. After completely emptying our heart, after giving the problem fully to God, we need to see a bigger perspective now. We need to see that although there are problems in life, there is also much beauty and so much that we won't see if we have tunnel vision. So the next step is active gratitude. In its purest sense, gratitude is worship. Question two is, what am I grateful for? Joseph did this step when he said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good because it was for the saving of many lives. The purpose of gratitude is to see redemption. 
Joseph was able through gratitude to get the clarity that enabled him to really have a clear understanding of the bigger picture. Gratitude runs the universe. <laughs> it is the deep well that never runs dry. In Psalm 100, verse 4, listen to this. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. That is how you enter the kingdom of God on a day-to-day -day basis. With thanksgiving and with praise. That is how you get over yourself and see the bigger picture. That is how you also find unquenchable joy. Psalm 3 and 3, but you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. As I did this exercise, I began to list the things that I am grateful for, and I knew that those things were not a coincidence. There is so much more at work than I can ever imagine. After I have given a problem to God, I lay it down. I stop trying to control God with my requests and my expectations. And I move on to living in deep gratitude for all of his goodness and his kindness. And all that he gives to me every single day. Please work on this step this summer, and I think you will be amazed at how much heaviness is lifted from you and how much it is replaced with a deep and holy joy. Giving things to God frees us up to enjoy life and to serve, which leads us to finally the growth piece. Let's talk about growth. The final question is, what is God asking me to do today? I chose the scripture from the psalm that directed me to keep my mouth closed and to pay close attention to where God was speaking. I had given the problem to God and I knew his direction was to stop talking about it and just be still. There was no need to take it any further. I had given it to him and the final outcome was in his hands. I wanted to push things forward and, and take matters into my own hands, but this is the priceless exercise. This is the priceless gift in this discipline of hearing from God through Scripture. I knew exactly what to do. Stop trying to get all the answers at one time and just focus on what God is asking me to do today. Just that one step that God shows me today. We get caught up in wanting to take big actions instead of small micro actions that lead us step by step into what God is calling us to do. Verse 8, but my eyes are fixed on you, sovereign Lord. This is faith in action. This is active growth. This is learning to live in every moment under the guidance of the Holy Spirit who will always show us exactly what we need to do next. In you I take refuge, says the song. Sometimes what you hear from God will be very active and sometimes it will appear passive. But if we begin to string it all together day by day, we will see the map. 
we will begin to see the way that God wants us to handle things. This spiritual discipline has a very transformative nature to it. We learn how to focus on guidance and direction without telling God how we think he should handle it. We learn to focus on our own growth and leave other people to focus on their own work. When we stop trying to change God and other people, then we will free up a lot of spiritual and emotional energy so that we can be about the work of giving and serving. So, here's our call this week, people of God. Try opening the scripture each morning. Highlighting the words or phrases that jump out to you. And I really believe God's grace will touch your heart beyond what you would ever expect. Having opened the scripture and underlined what you've read, ask yourself these three questions. What do I need to give God today? What am I grateful for? And what is God asking me to do today? With this exercise, I believe that we will begin to hear more clearly what God is saying to us. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, Son of God, who has spoken, who is speaking, and will continue to speak, thank you, Lord, that you are not elsewhere, but that you are with us. Thank you that you love us the way that you do. God, thank you that you continue to show us how we should move through this grace-filled life that you have given to us here now. We love you, Lord. We trust you and we rest in you. Amen.